Yesterday on the show, we were speaking about vaccines. It's what we're all talking about in our houses, on Zoom calls. And we mentioned if you're a healthcare worker or if you received the vaccine and you'd like to tell us about your experience, we would love to hear from you. We heard from one lady. We spoke to her earlier on today and we will let herself introduce herself to you. My name is Blahin. I'm from Cavan, West Cavan actually. Um, I just recently came home from Australia, although it's not too recent now. I came back in April, came home from Australia and basically I signed up with the agency Nurse on Call and I'm based in the nursing home in Ballyconnell and I absolutely love it there. I, I'm working, it's like, I just get on so well with the staff and residents that it's like going, going out to see your friends rather than actually going to work, which is a really good thing to be able to say. It really is. Yeah. So you obviously have been really in the thick of it though in the last yeah. few months. What has it been like for you? Um, it's been tough now, I'll be honest. It's been tough. Thank be to God, our nursing home. Um, the nursing home that I'm in has never, we've never had a case of COVID in it. So we've managed to stay free the whole pandemic so far, thank God. And, um, you know, we're constantly, we're getting swabbed every two weeks. We're keeping our distance from each other, even at work, like our whole canteen and everything spaced out. Hand over, you're all spaced out so you're, you know, you're kept away from each other. Um, and then even outside of work, like I'm always conscious that even though you'd love to go out and see your friends or something or go for a Kaylee to someone's house, you just can't, you're always thinking, God, now if I brought that, if I brought COVID back into the nursing home, like you'd never forgive yourself you just honestly would not, it'd be such the grief, the guilt I can't even describe how guilty you'd feel, like even my own mom as well she's high risk as well so that was kind of part of my reason for coming home from Australia, last Christmas we actually got a scare and mom was quite unwell and we kind of got a phone call to kind of get to the hospital so thankfully now she's completely torn the corner and she's she's in the best of health that she could be in but she is extremely high risk so I keep thinking when I see the numbers high God like you know God forbid if she ever had to go into hospital we're all so weary about that as well even our whole family my brother that lives at home with mam he's moved out from home he's living with my sister to keep mam safe and we're going and doing the window visits the whole through the summer we've been doing the window visits even regardless of when the restrictions were lifted we've always done our window visits with her and as I work in the nursing home I get swabbed so I'm kind of her go-to person that right I get a negative result on the Tuesday I'll go into her Tuesday Wednesday Thursday and I'll start to keep me distance again until I get swabbed again. Plohin, I would say you're probably the most vigilant person I've heard of or been talking to um, throughout the, the whole pandemic, just anecdotally like that. You're really yeah. showing how this is impacting every part of your life, whether it's at home or at work. Now, the reason yeah. we're chatting to you today is, of course, about vaccinations and being a frontline healthcare worker. You're yeah. in the, the first category to get vaccinated. So, What's your yes. story on that at the moment? So we actually got our first vaccine uh, last Thursday. So all the residents got it Thursday morning um, from about half nine to half ten. And thankfully, nobody took any serious side effects or any adverse reactions at all. Um, you know, there's so much talk in the media about the vaccine. And then even some people I'd be chatting to myself, like family and friends, they're kind of a bit like, oh, God, I wouldn't take that. Like, better you than me. Oh, I wouldn't be taking that vaccine. And you're kind of like, but this is our only hope. You kind of just have to put your trust in the medical professionals. They know what they're at. But um, the staff got vaccinated then last Thursday morning, around half ten to half eleven. One week on, I'm fine. Um, 
all my friends and stuff and all the girls that I work with at work, none of them have felt any way sick or anything from the vaccine. So we're all very hopeful that if all the staff get vaccinated and the residents get vaccinated, then we're no longer a risk coming into work every day. You can kind of be more at ease going to work and not feel as like, oh God, I was in Super Valley yesterday evening and I was in the queue for 10 minutes and I was close to someone. You know, am I safe going into work? It's kind of puts you, your mind a bit more at ease that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there is a hope that if we all get vaccinated and we still keep our distance that hopefully we will build up some sort of herd immunity or, you know, kind of a wall against COVID and then hopefully the cases in the community will just dwindle out and die away is what we would be hoping for. Blahin, she's one of her thousands of frontline healthcare workers. She is working in a nursing home in Cavan, Currently, one thing that was quite interesting to hear from her, apart from getting vaccinated, was the not regressing into thinking about levels. And, oh, it's level two. Now I can go and have a significant meal or substantial meal. Uh, She just treated the the levels and the cases the same throughout the year because she knew how sensitive and how devastating it could be to her workplace if she was to catch COVID. It's ultimately so, so selfless and it goes back to something that I think we've kind of tried to mention or highlight a little bit on the show of you kind of can only control your own behaviour. Like you can only control what you can do, want to do and fair play to her because I know there was a lot of people who would have said, look, I might take that little extra bit of risk or even not a risk at the time. Maybe they were looking at levels. As you said, things were opening up a bit. And they said, okay, this is okay. Yeah. Um, Blohine made the decision for her, her family and her workplace. And I think she's really to be commended for that. Absolutely. And I am 100% certain that Blohine is not alone. She's not the only healthcare worker that hasn't had any nights out, any substantial meals, no big gatherings with friends throughout the whole levels. And when cases were low, they treated it the same because they knew the risk that they were taking. Blahin has got the first dose of the vaccine. We'll get her to talk you and us through it. So um, the way around the place at work had it, obviously, again, you can't have people sitting around in a waiting area for too long and you can't have everyone queuing up behind each other. We always are consciously thinking about being in close contact with each other for too long and sitting beside each other. So we kind of had, as our daycare centre is closed now to the public, we had our daycare centre we were lucky enough to be able to use it. So we had like a waiting area where you got your temperature checked and you gave in your consent form and then you went into the next kind of area which was partitioned off and you got the vaccine and I'm not being funny, like I did not see one little thing. I know I got the flu vaccine but before Christmas in like maybe October time I think and they say all sharp scratch and in fairness I actually felt the needle going in that day but the Covid vaccine there last week I didn't feel anything at all because I actually looked at the one that gave it to me and I said oh is that it is it finished and she said yeah that's it like there's nothing to it because it's such a minute little um, measure that they're they're able to use like a small needle so um, it wasn't painful at all and then we just sat in the recovery there was like a recovery area set up as well so you sat there for about 15 or 20 minutes and there was tea and coffee and biscuits and stuff just to make sure that everyone was feeling alright that no one felt dizzy or felt faint I was saying about the residents getting the vaccine one of our all our residents got it but our oldest resident that we have is 102 
and she was the first person to get the vaccine. And it was just such a pr- proud moment to see that someone that has, like, was born in 1918 has come through so much in her life, thank God is still alive, and was able to get this vaccine. And, like, it was just, it was actually a round of applause. We all kind of had tears in our eyes. We're like, oh, my God, isn't this amazing? Like, hopefully now, 2021, things are going to be different. Isn't that absolutely stunning? 102 years of age. Yeah, she'll be 103 in August. And did the pandemic take anything off her at all? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Alison, she probably put on a bit more weight. <laughs> <laughs> like us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wasn't nice doing her coach to 5K. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, i got to get off these pads somehow. Uh, Blahin, we really appreciate you sharing your story with us and... We wish you continued success in keeping COVID out of your workplace. And we must commend you for the efforts that you've made. You have taken this seriously throughout, even though there were times we were told, oh, OK, we can go and meet and other people. You stuck to your guns, for lack of a better yeah. phrase. Yeah. You just kind of have to... You just like you just think, look, if we can just push through it now, say we're getting another lockdown. I know we're in a lockdown now, but all the time you're kind of thinking oh if we can just get through it you know if the numbers just come down hopefully we'll get away for the weekend or you'll get away somewhere and you know get back to a bit of nightlife and a bit of crack and festivals and stuff. We look forward to the day and we thank you Blahin, our frontline healthcare worker working in a nursing home in Cavan for talking us through her experience of working through the pandemic and getting the vaccine herself. Just a couple of points to raise, one of them about uh, transmitting the disease after getting both doses of the vaccine. Go to the HSE official website and their official line on it. What they say, after getting both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, most people will be protected against the virus. There is a small chance you will might still get COVID-19 even if you have the vaccine. Even if you do get COVID-19, the vaccine can reduce the seriousness of your symptoms. Even after you get the vaccine, continue to follow public health advice on how to stop the spread of the virus. For example, social distancing, wearing a face covering and washing your hands properly and often. This content was fact-checked by vaccine experts working in Ireland. That is the official line from the HSE for those that... Have the impression, or that's what you might think, I've got both doses of the vaccine, I don't need to wear a mask, I can continue on as normal. They're still pleading and saying follow healthcare and social distancing advice. That is the official line from the HSE currently.